Hi everyone, welcome back. My name is Jesenia. And I'm Carissa. And welcome back to the Phasing In Podcast. Okay, so phase five has officially kicked off. Mm-hmm. We have, we're like 10 minutes out of watching Ant-Man. Quantumania. Quantumania. Carissa, rate it out of 10. Um, I say maybe a 6.5. I definitely don't want to rate it higher higher than maybe Thor Love and Thunder. Now, I think my original score for that was like 7. I go down to 6 over time. <laughs> we all change opinions. Um, I is super sci-fi. So that was the first thing I noticed throughout the Oh god. Um, spoilers ahead. Oh, obviously. <laughs> obviously spoilers ahead is going to ha- it's going to probably be in the title. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I say it's like a very sci-fi ex Star Wars. I know Star Wars is already sci-fi, but like even more that than that, immediately the influences of like Star Wars. Yeah, because me like a the train. creatures, the colors, the lasers, facts, the set action. Design, yes. just it was completely Star Wars. Whoever dressed the set, yeah, they probably a, a Star Wars fan. <laughs> they were a fan. And then for your rating, I would rate it. Okay, so. One thing about me is that I, if there's a leak online, I'm going to read it. Oh my like, God. She's sending me these scripts, fake scripts, everything. I'm like, no. Like for, okay, for No Way Home, I remember I was coming out of a concert and I went on Twitter, as one does, and I saw that the No Way Home trailer was leaked. Um, and if you know, you know. So I saw the trailer. I was like, oh my God, Carissa, see the trailer. And then she said no. But obviously I saw Doc Goss yeah, and Green Goblin was in there. So I did freaked I out. say no? I'm pretty sure I saw it. After, like right in the moment you're like no i'm not gonna see it and then anyways the script for quantum mania like leaked online and the first link i saw it was already taken down and screenshots were being posted but those are being taken down and then people started having their fun with it which is what i sent to carissa (laughs) and she's like i'm not gonna read it i'm like read it it's funny it's not the actual script (laughs) it starts off serious and then it's like then you get to the bottom of the strip script and you're like Oh, wait. <laughs> this is totally It was just a joke. But the I did find the Google Doc with the actual dialogue, so not the full, stri- not the full script. It was like 57 pages long. Damn. And I did read it. And from what I read to my expectations to this, it was definitely better. Because I was reading the script and I was like, oh, kind of fishy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. But I would rate it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Very yeah. sci-fi, which usually is not my thing. Mm-hmm. It the movie was what two hours long? It was two hours, which also scared it me. It felt because, long. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how they're gonna com- compress everything in two hours, <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, this thing is yawning at some points. Which is, I'm not saying it's like a completely terrible movie. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's just like it's a okay movie. You yeah. know, I told Justine when I was in the theater, I'm like, I probably would rank this at the same level as maybe Iron Man two. Which, it's not a, it's not a bad movie. It's just not my most memorable one. You know, it's a completely average, okay movie. Okay, so now we want to talk about those end credit scenes. So Ooh, there's two. There is two. Funny. Starting with the mid credit scene. Mm-hmm. Um, kings are kings. coming. All the kings. The, all the kings are coming. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I knew about King, like Kang Tut, mm-hmm. is, is what yeah. I'm calling it. Probably that's what it, he, yeah. he's called. But mm-hmm. like, I think I knew of him. 
um, from, like, deep dive videos of explaining his backstory. Um, there were other kings that I looked very I didn't know simple. there were that many. It was Girl, literally... an it's en- the multiverse. It was an entire... Well, I guess in hindsight, I thought there was going to be, like, 20 or something. You know? 20. You know, I didn't expect an entire call and see them, and they just kept popping up, and I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. This guy means business. Is every, like... Every project that King's in, are they just going to be finding a different King? Yeah. And, oh my god, it's... It is crazy. I was kind of, I was surprised, too, of how many Kings there were. I, I knew there were a lot, but not to the amount that there were popping up. And the Banished King is the King that um, Scott Lang fought and the, the one who's in this movie. So, the way the post credit scene made it look is that this one was, like, the weakest one. Because, like, oh, yeah, that one's out of the way. So now we can all go in. And I was like, what I was the? like, he was about to win. I'm like, how the heck is Scott going to beat this man? Also, sidetrack, where did he go? Yeah, I was like, shoot. For a second, for a second, I'm like, oh, maybe the Fantastic Four banished him. I'm like, there's no way. And then I'm like, oh, shoot. I mean, Who's I- strong enough to banish this man? And they kept reference in the movie. They kept referencing um, the people who banish Kang as they. They banished him. They. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh. how many? Ooh. With who's they? What they? They they? Yeah. Or the other they? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the scene we're most excited to talk about is the post credit scene. Oh my god! Which opens up. As like this old in like a tent, a circus tent. It's a circus tent, like a almost a fair. Like think of like nineteen forties circus, nineteen forties, nineteen fifties circus tent. Forties. No, I'm thinking like American Horror Story esque tent. Yeah, I'm thinking nineteen twenties because forties is. This was more like eighteen, like almost eighteen nineties type. Because they had the the big, like, Victorian-type coats and stuff. I don't think it's Victorian. It looked like circus. No, obviously not circus. Yeah, but you're looking at the audience's outfits. It was very, like, handlebar mustache-type. So, like, turn-of-the-century-type? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Um, At least that's what I interpreted it as. Um, And you hear Kang's voice again. And he's like, ooh, another variant. Is that the OG Kang, then? Ooh. You're like, what? It could be a possibility. Because <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, oh my god, that's the original king. And then it pans too. And then Tom Hiddleston shows up. Girl had a delayed reaction. Oh I my know. god. I, I just couldn't register in my mind. I was like, that's Loki. I had an immediate reaction. I'm like, oh my god. And I'm all looking at just and I'm like, girl, and then, I react. And then it pans again. And who do we see? Mobius. So everyone's like, Loki season two. I'm like, Loki season two. Oh my god. So which also tied into one of my earlier theories of the show. I'm like, if or of the mo- the movie, the line where Scott says like, um, we don't, I don't, ha- or you don't have to win. We just or something like you we know, both have to lose. We just both have to lose. I'm like, oh shoot, uh, maybe King does die in this film. But it doesn't matter in the end of things. Like, maybe Scott and Kang die both in this film. And then at the end credit scenes, it goes to all the other Kangs. And it's just like, oh, shoot, we went through this for nothing. Kind of giving <gasps> the same feeling they as, did... like, the paperweights of the Infinity Stones in yeah. Loki. 
And I'm like, and that's how we will tie to Loki. Good parallel. He, good yeah. parallel. Ooh, I mean, see, I, I knew Loki was going to be, like, tied into this somehow. I just didn't expect it, or I kind of forgot about it, because that was one of my earlier theories. I'm just still, like, in shock. And then, I guess, going off of the post-credit scene, I was telling Carissa, I'm like, does that mean that in Loki season two, are they hunting not only the Kangs, but the original Kang? Mm-hmm. Kind of like if we beat him, then the other ones never existed in the first place. Do you think that's how that works? I guess we'll find because, out. Because, like, I'm thinking Loki logic. We're looking at, and if we look at the original Loki. Because there is no way they can go after each and every one of them. Yeah, I, yeah, that does make sense. How would King Dyn- How would it lead I, into King Dynasty, At though? the same time, you know what I'm just thinking? What? We don't know what Loki that is. Mm. wait no 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 no. you know what i think it is our loki because mobius was like is that the guy you were telling telling me about and who else only knows about this king so far it's our loki so he's he's in another unit or another multiverse and remember at the end of uh season one then what happens to that king (gasps) no you're what you're right i forgot because it showed the statues of, like, Kang as almost, like, the leader mm-hmm. in the universe. Maybe it's one is of their mis- the, It's not the same Kang, right? They're two no, separate Kangs? they're two separate Kangs. This Kang almost gave me, like, Frederick Douglass vibes. <laughs> I'm like, ah, okay. And I don't know. Maybe he's going to different universes to prune them. But there's, like, that's redundant because there's so many. We'll just have to find out, I guess. <laughs> So, next thing we want to talk about is, obviously, a big, big, <laughs> intentionally big supporting character in the movie, Modoc. Modoc, And I kind of figured it was going to be, God, what? no, Darren. Darren, yeah, it was a B, yeah. the B guy from Ant-Man 1. Stinger? Stinger. Was that his name, Stinger? I think so. I could have thought he was the Wasp. Wasp? No, Wasp, Wasp is Hope. I know, Wasp is Hope. I'm like, wait, but didn't he want to call himself the Wasp before? I haven't seen Ant-Man, the first one, in a while, okay? So we'll call him the B because that's what they called him in the in the movie. Um, And I'm going to give it to you straight. I was laughing my ass off when he showed up. It was intentionally funny. Like, it was intentionally funny. And it's just the CGI of his dumb face. So like... His little legs. <laughs> his little legs. Me and this other girl in the theater, we're just... I could not keep a straight face every time he showed up on screen. Everyone else is dead silent. And I'm just like, oh my god. I mean, there's parts like that where in the script it did say that it's Darren. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I forgot who Darren was. So I researched it. I'm like, oh. So when I was waiting, like looking at the movie, I'm like, I wonder how they do that. And they, yeah. they just threw it in there. They're like, oh yeah, it's Darren. I think I did hear that. Um, the rumor was just like, when he... When, Scott shrunk him. He got all disformed and everything because he broke the suit. Yeah. And yeah, they got that right. So, I mean, there's nothing much. Modoc, spoiler alert, dies at the end. Oh my god. I'm like, I guess I did die as an Avenger. An Avenger. And we're like, sure, Janice. Sure. Darren. No, I'm trying to... Oh god, I'm trying to... No, sure, Jan. I'm trying to re- reference that one meme. <laughs> Jan. Freaking Janice. No. Yeah. Speaking of Janet, I have a bone to pick. 
So go for they it. did my girl Cassie so dirty. Oh my god! Because <laughs> in the movie we realized that is it was all Janet's fault. Yeah. Because she knew about Kane, she knew about everything that he did and can do, but she said nothing. Yeah. Being in the house with a literal Avenger who mm-hmm. can probably reach out to certain people and get help to avoid any of these situations. She just kept quiet and kept to herself. Yeah. And throughout the whole thing, Cassie was feeling that it was all her fault. That They were gaslighting the hell out of her. Exactly. Because if you don't know something, how are you going to blame it on the person who doesn't know, like, know the backstory? And obviously, if Janet would have told Hank... She, like, hey, he would have told the daughter, hey, don't do this. Yeah, you don't know? do this. It, I just, God, I didn't like how there was so much. I feel like so they much... brushed it off so easily. Yeah. They're like, wait, Janet knew? Wait, you know Janet? And it's like. And like, everyone knows Janet. And I'm like, okay, how bad was her crime? And I'm like, yeah, I get that she didn't. I, I get that she released Kang and everything into the quantum realm, you know. But. Would have been a nice, you know, topic at the table around pizza. Hey, quantum home's dangerous. I don't I, signal it because there's people it. looking. Yeah, there's bad people down there. Oh, there's people. The fact that I didn't even know there was people down there. I just can't. Also, what's her name? Um, the main warrior chick. I don't even remember. I don't know, but she was giving like the new Valkyrie. I was, I was like, thinking that's her that new too. Valkyrie. Yeah, that's our homegirl right there. Oh my god, and then the jelly dude with the ooze. Oh my god, I have holes! (laughs) The freaking scene! The way he would run. Yeah, you know what it was reminding me of? I still have not seen this movie because I feel like Pixar is at a lag right now. But is that new Strange World creature? Oh, I haven't seen it either, but yeah. But yeah, you know that? Yeah, I'm like, ooh, Marvel and Pixar were talking when they were making these films. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm not a fan of Janet. Yeah. The end. I also want to say, from an editing standpoint, I feel like there were missing scenes. While the movie kind of dragged a little, I feel like we were missing some scenes in between. Like, suddenly we were in one place with um, Janet and them, and I'm, and then the next thing, they're in the desert. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know they were walking, but, like, how'd they get there? You know? True, because it was very dense, like, forest, rainforest type vibe. Yeah, and then... You're like in the, the middle, middle of the no- desert. Nowhere, yeah. I'm like, how'd they get there so fast? I get there's walking. Well, but- at the same time, time is different in the corner room. Which is another thing that I have a bone to pick with this movie. When they get out, no time has passed. You, The guy's still there. He, The guy who is giving him the, uh, what is it, the coffee and everything, he's like, oh yeah, I remember. As if nothing passed. I would have expected at least five or six years to pass. Wait, when they disappeared for five years. this That was like five... Did it say five minutes for them? I think it was five hours. Five hours. So they, that's basically putting it at like saying, oh yeah, we just left for five minutes. And the entire movie was in, within five minutes. Well, but that would make sense, wouldn't it? Five years, five minutes. What'd you say? Three days? Two days? They were in the... A day? We're talking... The entire movie was in the span of five minutes. In the real world or in their No, because time passes faster on the real world. Remember in Endgame, Scott was trapped in the quantum realm for five uh, hours. Yeah. And then he I got out and, and everything was five years later, uh-huh. right? 
Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. That was how it worked. So when they were in the quantum realm, I was expecting them to come out to a whole new world um, of time passing. Wait, no, they went deeper, though. Wouldn't that make it worse? I don't know. Because you know how they're like, I didn't even know there was life you know, yeah. in the quantum realm. I don't know. Would we? I think we have to. I think I have to watch the first Ant-Man again. I, should, I really should have done that before watching this. I just but, watched recaps of Faith You Didn't Know before watching Ant-Man. I'm like, I'm not watching these two movies. You should have rewatched the Luis clip <laughs> of him. You know, I could have sworn there was already a, a clip or a YouTube video of him recapping the whole, like, three movies or something like that. He's recapping something, but if they ever made a Luis like recap of the NCU, and they made it and put it in theaters or just put it in a, <laughs> a TV show, I would eat that shit up. <laughs> oh my god! I just remember something. Things are like popping into my mind as we keep talking. <laughs> the scroll version of Kang. Did you see him? Was it the one at the end where it was like in the post credit scene, the first yeah. one? No, like at the end of that post credit scene where it was like yeah, at like the very oh, end of the thing. That's what he was. I was looking at him. I was I'm like, he looks like, like oh, he cool. looks like Korg almost with like Rocky look, mm-hmm. and I'm like, he's a scroll. Oh my, oh my god, oh my gosh. Do you think he would show up at um, Secret Invasion? I don't know, but all those different, like, King, um, Kang, Ta, and the scroll version, I was like, so Kang's been around for a while. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's been around for a while. Oh, yeah. And then when it skipped to the Loki post credit scene, I'm like, oh, damn. I think that's the original one or one of the first ones. No. But it makes you think, like, because everything originates somewhere. Yeah. King Tut, though, existed way before the, the era that Loki was in. But if he created time and he could go back in time. Oh, true. God, I'm thinking too much. It's too complicated. Can we just get to Secret Wars? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Secret Invasion, I am really excited for Amelia Clark. I'm excited to see Amelia Clark. Mother of Dragons. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I want to speak upon this CGI in this film. It looked very splotchy and very rushed. I understand this is a very heavily CGI'd film, and I knew that going in, but dang. But you know what? So was Thor, Love and- no, so were Thor Ragnarok, and mm-hmm. so was like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's like a bunch of mythical creatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that looks amazing. The mythical creatures, I don't think it was the problem. I don't know. No, but it's, it's full of stuff that they had to like construct. Interact with? Uh-huh. Like yeah. construct post- in post. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with movies, even though you know it's fake, I like I know there's not a real Asker, like yeah. you know, there's not a real Thor where Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Um but when you watch techniques that you can make it when you watch you feel immersed, you're like in the movie. This one I was like, Oh what is this? Yeah. Like in the scene where um Janet manage manages to get a ride for the group mm-hmm. um she's touching the um the ride like it was like, like the stingray, the stingray yeah. that gave me avatar vibes when it was like when they were flying really? you know what it ride? reminded me of what? just the head um one of the monsters from lilo and stitch <gasps> oh my god yes <laughs> i forgot his name <laughs> oh god what's his name is the manta ray looking dude no yeah. no yeah? no the guy you know how it's like two guys one like smaller slinky looking alien and then the bigger one yeah it looks like the bigger one. Jumba? I don't know the name. 
but just the head, just the head part. Oh my god, yeah. Those give, giving very much that type of alien. Oh my god, but I feel like they could have done a lot of like prop placements as um as like replacements for the CGI bits. Mm-hmm. Because when she's putting her hand on the on the like animal thingy, you can tell she's not touching anything, and that really threw me off. Because I'm like, if you're gonna do that, get a little green ball or something on a stick, and that's not that hard. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like CGI is so easy and all that. I'm just saying like a technique like that could help with hand placement and being able to just show where the actress or actor is like immer- like being interactive with something and it's not like it's some um, A24 you know or indie film stuff yeah. it's Marvel Studios who famously work with the biggest company on the like in the planet Disney they have the money yeah. like use it like they do underpay their staff we're going to unless i cuz you know how that article came out where they're like very snappy with vfx people yeah um and then like cut off our relationship with them unless they like running out of vfx companies to work with yeah and are literally just working with the next one and if you don't like it then they ax them completely Damn. but like marvel like they have the money they do they know they're gonna even if the movie's bad they know they're at least gonna break even and more mm-hmm. <sighs> it's just i don't know marvel i agree is kind of in a slump right now there are some really good movies like Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, one of my top favorite movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have other movies and TV shows that came out that were also really good. Shang Chi, <laughs> another theory. Quick side note that I thought was gonna be in this movie. I thought the uh, the theory that the the Ten Rings, their power had something to do with the quantum realm. <laughs> yeah, that that was embarrassing when I, d- I didn't see anything about that. Uh, but I thought, like, the cosmic power and it, it was almost like sending a beacon. I'm like, oh, that's, like, the new Ant-Man movie. But I guess not. I don't know. You know what other, like, I think one of the coolest scenes from that, or the scene that almost made me cry, because I didn't cry in this movie. Yeah. I was fully expecting to cry, but I teared up, was when he was heading towards, like, what do you want, like, the heart of the tower the ball the ball the ball that the he sphere. needed to sh- yeah oh with- the ball that he needed to shrink to get oh his ship. yeah you know how what's it called the possibility storm yeah. where he just started multiplying mm-hmm. and then they were all fighting to like you know help out but as soon as they all like no we need to help the main guy because it's for cassie and then they all started helping him oh. out oh my god oh my god best dad award in the mcu no one can top it <laughs> oh we don't know about thor yet yeah. i was gonna say iron man but <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh wait <laughs> i love you three thousand from a hologram we love tony stark I, I know he did this for the universe. I'm like, I'm so sorry. But Scott is just 100% on Cassie. And it touched my heart when um he got, like, gigantic huge. And immediately he's like, where's, where's my- Cassie? Where's my daughter? It was, like, screaming. I'm like, that's, that's, that, I wish you were my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dad's love that's right there. Dad's love right and there. And just, like. 
I was like, oh man, he's angry. <laughs> like, oh, he's angry. I was like, oh, he's mad. Like, Damn, he's mad, man. <laughs> and when I read that in the script, again, I can't believe the script was actually real. I was reading, I'm like, there's a possibility read that it's the like. whole script. It wasn't movie. the whole script because mm-hmm. it was only the dialogue and like no stage direction. Mm-hmm. And even the dialogue bits, like, it didn't say who was saying what. Oh, okay. So you just kind of had to like context clues it out. But obviously, I know when it referred to Scat, I'm um, Scat, Scott and Cassie, like when they were like talking with each other, like you mm-hmm. can kind of tell. And during that part, when I read it, where he's like, "Where's my daughter?" I was waiting to see how that would be because that was gonna be some like moment where he's fighting. He's like, "Where is she?" But no, he came in like super huge. Where is she? And where is she? Knocking towers raging. down. And, oh, and then it gave kind of like an end game vibe where he was like losing, and then all the other like creatures came in to help him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have, I, it wasn't a bad time to tell you that I am like terrified of ants. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. It may or may not traumatize people. But okay. All right. So I think I'm in like middle school or high school. Somewhere in between those ages. And um, it's during the summer. We're at my grandma's house. My grandma's house is old. At the Like at the time she was living at her old house. It is old. It's like over 80 years old. So um my brother he was really young at the time he would eat in her room the room had carpet so one mistake there i'm like damn it and then during that time my parents would work in the morning and they would drop us off at my grandma's house we would sleep there until maybe you know 10 o'clock when it was time to wake up um but we'd have a nap because we have to get there really early well i had an air mattress on my grandma's floor and i I was sleeping there and I wake up and I'm like, something's wrong. Turns out it was the same area where my brother was eating. I get up from my air mattress. I look at my pillow. There is, it looks black. Thousands of ants were just, were in my hair, were like falling on my face or on the pillow. I screamed so loud. I ran to my grandma's shower, and it's an old, rinkety shower. So I was like, oh, my God. I normally don't shower at her house, but, like, this time I was just like, get it out! Get it out! I was, like, taking stuff, like, taking them out of my ears and everything. It was (laughs) traumatizing. So... These movies are kind of traumatizing for me. I watch it because I love Marvel and I love Scott Lang. So, (laughs) Paul Rudd, I'm doing it for you and only you. So. That's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) So now I can't look at a massive amount of ants. Maybe one or two ants. Maybe a line of ants. But if it's a lot where it's you can't see the floor ptsd ptsd right there and then when that scene where all the ants came with hank and they started surrounding um kang and that's how he got defeated i could not physically look at the screen i literally was just sipping on my water because i felt nauseous (laughs) i there's whoever the what's it called foley folly folly the sound people who do the sounds yeah Whoever those artists were, they did their job. They <laughs> top notch. They deserve yes. the Oscar for sound and sound effects because Ooh. the crunching, the slurping, oh, the snaps, God. and everything. No, like I brought nuggets to eat, and I didn't <laughs> eat anything. I barely sipped my iced tea that I brought. It was oh. Yeah. I appreciate the artistry though. Whoever those people were, I'll find a picture to them to the folly artists. I closed my eyes. 
most of that scene. I maybe blinked every other five mi- five seconds just so that I could know what the scene was going on. Oh my god. Or just them crawling on him. Just... Ugh. Oh. <laughs> 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 stop, stop, stop. I'm sorry, but it was just no. It was no for me. <laughs> it's a no from me. Thank you for listening. Go follow us on our Instagram at phasinginpodcast. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify. And have a great rest of your week. Bye, guys.